Hare Krishna, my dear devotees. <clears throat> Welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books, right here in Life Studios in the Haven, which is located in Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. All our guests have gone away, and it's just me and Abhay Das Brahmachari here to greet you and to try to satisfy you by reading Srila Prabhupada's books. Shabda Brahma, the only way to receive real knowledge. Srimad Bhagavatam Mahimastotram from Sri Krishna Lila Stava, um, written by Srila Sananda Goswami, explains it all in a very, in a very it's five short verses. They go like this. Sarva Shastrabdipi Yusha, Sarva Vedaika Satpala, Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja, Sarva Lokaika Drikprada. O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana. Srimad Bhagavata Prabho Kalidvandoditaditya Shri Krishna Parivartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya Premavarshakshadayate Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Shri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Shri Krishna Himself. Madeka Bando Matsangin Madguru Man Mahadana Manisdadagamad Bhagya my only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu sadhuta dayin atini chuchata kada hanamun chakadachin mam premna ritkanta yokspuda O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So we've reached the 13th chapter of the 4th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam and we're in the process of hearing um, about King Vena. Beginning with text 40. After fixing his bow and arrow, 
the cruel boy used to go to the forest and unnecessarily kill innocent deer. And as soon as he came, all the people would cry, Here comes cruel Vena. Here comes cruel Vena. Purport Chatriyas are allowed to hunt in the forest for the purpose of learning the killing art, not to kill animals for eating or for any other purpose. The Chatriya kings were sometimes expected to cut off the head of a culprit in the state. For this reason, the Chatriyas were allowed to hunt in the forest. Because of this, because, because this son of King Anga, Vena, was born of a bad mother, he was very cruel, and he used to go to the forest and unnecessarily kill the animals. All the neighboring inhabitants would be frightened by his presence and they would call, Here comes Vena, here comes Vena. So from the beginning of his life, he was fearful to the citizens. Text 41 The boy was so cruel that while playing with young boys of his age, he would kill them very mercilessly, as if they were animals meant for slaughter. Text 42 After seeing the cruel and merciless behavior of his son, Vena, King Anga punished him in, a diff in different ways to reform him, but was unable to bring him to the path of gentleness. He thus became greatly aggrieved. Text 43 The king thought to himself, Persons who have no son are certainly fortunate. They must have worshipped the Lord in their previous lives so they would not have to suffer the unbearable happiness caused by a bad son. Text 44 A sinful son causes a person's reputation to vanish. His irreligious activities at home cause irreligion and quarrel among everyone. And this creates only endless anxiety. Purport It is said that a married couple must have a son, otherwise their family life is void. But a son born without good qualities is as good as a blind eye. A blind eye has no use for seeing, but is simply unbearably painful. The king therefore thought himself very unfortunate to have had such a bad son. Text 45 Who, if he is considerate and intelligent, would desire such a worthless son? Such a son is nothing but a bond of illusion for the living entity and he makes one's home miserable. Text 46 Then the king thought, A bad son is better than a good son, because a good son creates an attachment for home, whereas a bad son does not. A bad son creates a hellish home from which an intelligent man naturally becomes very easily detached. Purport the king began to think in terms of attachment and detachment from one's material home. According to Prahlad Maharaj, 
the material home, is compared to a blind well. If a man falls down into a blind well, <clears throat> it is very difficult to get out of it and begin life again. Prahlad Maharaj has advised that one give up this blind well of home life as soon as possible and go to the forest to take shelter of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. According to Vedic civilization, this giving up of home by Vanaprastha and sannyas is compulsory. But people are so attached to their homes that even up to the point of death, they do not like to retire from home life. King Anga, therefore, thinking in terms of detachment, accepted his bad son as a good impetus for detachment from home life. He therefore considered his bad son his friend since he was helping him become detached from his home. Ultimately, one has to learn how to detach oneself from attachment to material life. And therefore, if a bad son, by his bad behavior, helps a householder to go away from home, it is a boon. Text 47 Thinking like that, King Anga could not sleep at night. He became completely indifferent to household life. Once, therefore, in the dead of night, he got up from bed and left Vena's mother, his wife, who was deeply sleeping. He gave up all attraction for his greatly opulent kingdom, and unseen by anyone, he very silently gave up his home and opulence and proceeded towards the forest. Purport. In this, word, the, in this verse, the word Mahodayodayat indicates that by the blessings of a great soul, one becomes materially opulent. But when one gives up attachment to material wealth, that he should be considered, that should be considered an even greater blessing from the great souls. It was not a very easy task for the king to give up his opulent kingdom and young faithful wife. But it was certainly a great blessing of the Supreme Personality of Godhead that he could give up the attachment and go out to the forest without being seen by anyone. There are many instances of great souls leaving home in this way in the dead of night, giving up attachment for home, wife and money. Text 48. When it was understood that the king had indifferently left home, all the citizens, priests, ministers, friends, and people in general were greatly aggrieved. They began to search for him all over the world, just as a less experienced mystic searches out the supersoul within himself. Purport. <clears throat> The example of searching for the Supersoul within the heart by the less intelligent mystics is very instructive. The Absolute Truth is understood in three different features, namely impersonal Brahman, localized Paramatma, and the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Such Kuyogina, or less intelligent mystics, can by mental speculation 
reach the point of the impersonal Brahman, but they cannot find the Supersoul who is sitting within each living entity. When the king left, it was certain that he was staying somewhere else, but because the citizens did not know how to find him, they were frustrated like the less intelligent mystics. Text 49 When the citizens could not find any trace of the king after searching for him everywhere, they were very disappointed and they returned to the city where all the great sages of the country assembled because of the king's absence. With tears in their eyes, the citizens offered respectful obeisances and informed the sages in full detail that they were unable to find the king anywhere. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports of the fourth canto, thirteenth chapter of Srimad Bhagavatam, entitled Description of the Descendants of Dhruva Maharaj. All glories to King, <coughs> to king Anga, for he was intelligent enough to leave for the forest when he found out how cruel his son, his bad son was, King Vena. Hare Krishna. Okay, we're moving on to, to chapter 14, entitled, The Story of King Vena. Text 1. The great sage Maitreya continued, O great hero Vidura, the great sages headed by Bhrigu were always thinking of the welfare of the people in general. When they saw that the absence of King Anga, there was no one to protect the interests of the people, they understood that without a ruler, the people would become independent and non-regulated. Purport. In this verse, the significant word is Chema Darshina, which refers to those who are always looking after the welfare of the people in general. All the great sages, headed by Bhrigu, were always thinking of how to elevate all the people of the universe to the, to the spiritual platform. Indeed, they advised the kings of every planet to rule the people with that ultimate goal of life in mind. The great sages used to advise the head of the state or king or the king and used to rule the populace in accordance with their instruction. After the disappearance of King Anga, there was no one to follow the instructions of the great sages. Consequently, all the citizens became unruly, so much so that they could be compared to animals. As described in Bhagavad Gita 4.13, human society must be divided into four orders, according to quality and work. In every society, there must be an intelligent class, administrative class, productive class, and worker class. In modern democracy, these scientific divisions are turned topsy-turvy, and by vote, shudras, or workers, are chosen for administrative posts. Having no knowledge of the ultimate goal of life, such persons whimsically enact laws without knowledge of life's purpose. The result is that no one is happy. 
takes two. The great sages then called for the Queen Mother, Sunita, and with her permission, they installed Vena on the throne as master of the world. All the ministers, however, disagreed with this. Text 3 It was already known that Vena was severe and cruel. Therefore, as soon as all the thieves and rogues of, in the state heard of his ascendance to the royal throne, they became very much afraid of him. Indeed, they hid themselves here and there as rats hide themselves from snakes. Purport When the government is very weak, rogues and thieves flourish. Similarly, when the government is very strong, all the thieves and rogues disappear or hide themselves. Of course, Vena was not a very good king, but he was known to be cruel and severe. Thus, the state at least became freed from thieves and rogues. Text 4 When the king ascended to the throne, he became all-powerful with eight kinds of opulences. Consequently, he became too proud. By virtue of his false prestige, he considered himself to be greater than anyone. Thus, he began to insult great personalities. Purport In this verse, the word ashtavibhutibi, meaning by eight opulences, is very important. The king is supposed to possess eight kinds of opulences. By dint of mystic yoga practice, kings generally acquired these eight opulences. These kings were called Rajarishis, kings who were also great sages. By, practic by practicing mystic yoga, a Rajarshi could become smaller than the smallest, greater than the greatest, and could get whatever he desired. A Rajarshi should also, could also create a kingdom, bring everyone under his control, and rule everyone. These were some of the opulences of the king. King Vena, however, was not practiced in yoga, but he became very proud of his royal position nonetheless. Because he was not very considerate, he began to misuse his power and insult great personalities. Text 5 When he became overly blind due to his opulences, King Vena mounted a chariot and like, the un like an uncontrolled elephant began to travel through the kingdom, causing the sky and earth to tremble wherever he went. Text 6 As all the twice-born Brahmanas were forbidden henceforward to perform any sacrifice and they were also forbidden to, to give charity or offered clarified butter. Thus King Vena sounded kettle drums throughout the countryside. In other words, he stopped all kinds of religious rituals. Purport what was committed by King Vena many years ago is at present being carried out by atheistic governments all over the world. The world situation is so tense that at any moment 
governments may issue declarations to stop religious rituals. Eventually, the world situation will become so degraded that it will be impossible for pious men to live on the planet. Therefore, sane people should execute Krishna consciousness very seriously so that they can go back home, back to Godhead, without having to further suffer the miserable conditions predominant in this universe. Text 7 Therefore, all the great sages assembled, assembled together and after observing cruel, vainous atrocities, concluded that a great danger and catastrophe was approaching the people of the world. Thus, out of compassion, they began to talk amongst themselves, for they themselves were the performers of the sacrifices. Purport Before King Vainan was enthroned, all the great sages were very much anxious to see to the welfare of society. When they saw that King Vena was most irresponsible, cruel, and atrocious, they again began to think of the welfare of the people. It should be understood that sages, saintly persons, and devotees are not unconcerned with the people's welfare. Ordinary karmis are busy acquiring money for sense gratification, and ordinary jnanis are socially aloof when they speculate on liberation. But actual devotees and saintly persons are always anxious to see how the people can be made happy both materially and spiritually. Therefore the great sages began to consult one another on how to get out of the dangerous atmosphere created by King Vena. Text 8 when the great sages consulted one another, they saw that the people were in a dangerous position from both directions. When a fire blazes on both ends of a log, the ants in the middle are in a very dangerous situation. Similarly, at that time the people in general were in a dangerous position due to an irresponsible king on one side and thieves and rogues on the other. Text 9. Thinking to save the state from irregularity, the sages began to consider that it was due to a political crisis that they made Vena king, although he was not qualified. But alas, now the people were being disturbed by the king himself. Under such circumstances, how could the people be happy? Purport. In Bhagavad Gita 18.5, it is stated that even in the renounced order, one should not give up sacrifice, charity, and penance. The brahmacharis must perform sacrifices, the grihastas must give in charity, and those in the renounced order of life, the vanaprastas and sannyasis, must practice, must practice penance and austerities. These are the procedures by which everyone can be elevated to the spiritual platform. When the sages and saintly persons saw that King Vena had stopped all these functions, they became concerned about the people's progress. 
saintly people preach God consciousness or Krishna consciousness because they are anxious to save the general populace from the dangers of animalistic life. There must be a good government to see that the citizens are actually executing their religious rituals and thieves and rogues must be curbed. When this is done, the people can advance peacefully in spiritual consciousness and make their lives successful. Text 10 The sages began to think within themselves. Because he was born from the womb of Sunita, King Vena is by nature very mischievous. Supporting this mischievous king is exactly like maintaining a snake with milk. Now he has become a source of all difficulties. Purport Saintly persons are generally aloof from social activities and the materialistic way of life. King Vena was, supposed, was supported by the saintly persons just to protect the citizens from the hands of rogues and thieves. But after his ascendance to the throne, he became a source of trouble to the sages. Saintly people, saintly people are especially interested in performing sacrifices and austerities for the advancement of spiritual life. But Vena, instead of being obliged because of the saints' mercy, turned out to be their enemy because he prohibited them from executing their ordinary duties. A serpent who is maintained with milk and bananas simply stores poison in his teeth and waits, awaits the day to bite his master. Text 11 We appointed this Vena king of the state in order to give protection to the citizens. But now he has become the enemy of the citizens. Despite all these discrepancies, we should at once try to pacify him. By doing so, we may not be touched by the sinful results caused by him. Purport The saintly sages elected King Vena to become king, but he proved to be mischievous. Therefore, the sages were very much afraid of incurring sinful reaction. The law of karma prohibits a person even to associate with a mischievous individual. <clears throat> By electing Vena to the throne, the saintly sages certainly associated with him. Ultimately, King Vena became so mischievous that the saintly sages actually became afraid of becoming contaminated by his activities. Thus, before taking any action against him, the sages tried to pacify and correct him so that he might turn from his mischief. mischief, mischief. Text 12 The saintly sages continued thinking. Of course, we are completely aware of his mischievous nature, yet nonetheless, yet nevertheless, we enthroned Vena. If we cannot persuade King Vena to accept our advice, he will be condemned by the public and we will join them. Thus, by our prowess, we shall burn him to ashes. 
purport. Saintly persons are not interested in political matters, yet they are always thinking of the welfare of the people in general. Consequently, they sometimes have to come down to the political field and take steps to correct the misguided government or royalty. However, in Kali Yuga, saintly persons are not as powerful as the previous... <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> However, in Kali Yuga, saintly persons are not as powerful as they previously were. They used to be able to burn any sinful man to ashes by virtue of their spiritual prowess. Now saintly persons have no such power due to the influence of the age of Kali. Indeed, the brahmanas do not even have the power to perform sacrifices in which animals are put into the, to, a, to a fire to attain a new life. Under these circumstances, instead of actively taking part in politics, saintly persons should engage in chanting the Maha Mantra. Hare Krishna. By the grace of Lord Chaitanya, by simply chanting this Hare Krishna Mahamantra, the general populace can derive all benefits without political implications. Text 13 The great sages, having thus decided, approached King Vena. Concealing their great anger, they pacified him with sweet words and then spoke as follows. Text 14 The great sages said, Dear King, we have come to give you good advice. Kindly hear us with great attention. By doing so, your duration of life and your opulence, strength and reputation will increase. Purport. According to Vedic civilization, in a monarchy, the king is advised by saintly persons and sages. By taking their advice, he can become the greatest executive power and everyone in his kingdom will be happy, peaceful and prosperous. The great kings were very responsible in taking the instructions given by great saintly personalities. The kings used to accept the instructions given by great sages like Parashara, Vyasadeva, Narada, Devala, and Asita. In other words, they would first accept the authority of saintly persons and then execute their monarchical power. Unfortunately, in the present age of Kali, the head of government does not follow the instructions given by the saintly persons. Therefore, neither the citizens nor the men of government are very happy. Their duration of life is shortened and almost everyone is wretched and bereft of bodily strength and spiritual power. If citizens want to be happy and prosperous in this democratic age, they should not elect rascals and fools who have no respect for saintly persons. Text 15 Those who live according to religious principles 
and who follow them by words, mind, body, and intelligence are elevated to the heavenly kingdom, which is devoid of all miseries. Being thus rid of the material influence, they achieve unlimited happiness in life. Purport The saintly sages herein instruct that the king or head of government should set an example by living a religious life. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, religion means worshipping the Supreme Personality of Godhead. One should not simply make a show of religious life, but should perform devotional service perfectly with words, mind, body, and good intelligence. By doing so, not only will the king or government or government head rid himself of the contamination of the material modes of nature, but the general public will also, and they will all become gradually elevated to the kingdom of God and go back home, back to Godhead. The instructions given herein serve as a summary of how the head of government should execute his ruling power and thus attain happiness, not only in this life, but also in the life after death. Text 16. The sages continued, O great hero, for this reason you should, you should not be the cause of spoiling the spiritual life of the general populace. If their spiritual life is spoiled because of your activities, you will certainly fall down from your opulent and royal position. Purport Formerly, in, practi in practically all parts of the world, there were monarchies. But gradually, as monarchy declined from the ideal life of religion to the godless life of sense gratification, Monarchies all over the world were abolished. However, simply abolishing monarchy and replacing it with democracy is not sufficient unless the government men are religious and follow in the footsteps of great religious personalities. Text 17 Saintly persons continued. <clears throat> when the king protects the citizens from the disturbances of mischievous ministers as well as from thieves and rogues, he can, by virtue of such pious activities, accept taxes given by his subjects. Thus, a pious king can certainly enjoy himself in this world as well as in the life after death. Report. The duty of a pious king is described very nicely in this verse. His first and foremost duty is to give protection to the citizens from thieves and rogues, as well as from ministers who are no better than thieves and rogues. Formerly, ministers were appointed by the king and were not elected. Consequently, 
if the king was not very pious or strict, the ministers would become thieves and rogues and exploit and exploit the innocent citizens. It is the king's duty to see that there is no increase of thieves and rogues either in the government, secretariat, or in the departments of public affairs. If a king cannot give protection to citizens from thieves and rogues, both in the government service and in public affairs, he has no right to exact taxes from them. In other words, the king or the government that taxes can levy taxes from the citizens only if the king or government is able to give protection to the citizens from thieves and rogues. In the 12th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam 12140, there is, a, there is a description of these thieves and rogues in government service. As stated, Prajaste Bhakshayishanti Mlecha Rajanya Rupinaha. These proud mlechas, persons who are less than Shudras, representing themselves as kings, will tyrannize their subjects, and their subjects, on the other hand, will cultivate the most vicious practices. Thus practicing evil habits and behaving foolishly, the subjects will be like their rulers. The idea is that in the democratic days of Kali Yuga, the general population will fall down to the standard of Shudras. As stated, Kaloshudra Sambhava, practically the whole population of the world will be Shudra. A Shudra is a fourth-class man who is only fit to work for the three higher social castes. Being fourth-class men, Shudras are not very intelligent. Since the population has fallen in these democratic days, they can only elect a person in their category. But a government cannot run very well when it is run by Shudras. The second class of men, known as Kshatriyas, are especially meant for governing a country under the direction of saintly persons, Brahmanas, who are supposed to be very intelligent. In other ages, in Satya Yuga, Treta Yuga, and Dwapara Yuga, the general populace was not so degraded and the head of government was never elected. The king was the supreme executive personality, and if he caught any ministers stealing like thieves and rogues, he would at once have killed them or dismissed from, or dismissed from service. Again, the king was the supreme executive personality, and if he caught any ministers stealing like thieves and rogues, he would at once have killed or dismissed them or, or dis have them killed or dismissed from service. As it was the duty of the king to kill thieves and rogues, it was similarly his duty to immediately kill dishonest ministers in government service. By such strict vigilance, the king could run the government very well and the citizens would be happy to have such a king. The conclusion is that unless the king is perfectly able to give protection to the citizens from rogues and thieves, 
he has no right to levy taxes from the citizens for his own sense gratification. However, if he gives all protection to the citizens and levies taxes on them, he can live very happily and peacefully in this life and at the end of this life be elevated to the heavenly kingdom or even to the Vaikuntas where he will be happy in all respects. And so that brings us to 8.06, believe it or not. So we'll stop our reading for tonight. And tomorrow, tomorrow we'll start with text 18. And we'll patiently wait for the reflections of the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna. Okay, first is from Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Yes, Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Jai Maharaj, Hare Krishna to all assembled sages. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada and Sri Mad Bhagavatam. All glories to the Bhagavatam and to his divine grace. And Rati Manjari says, Jai Guru Maharaj. Jai Rati, Hare Krishna. And from Sudevi Dasi. Yes, Sudevi Dasi. Hare Krishna Maharaj, always a great relief to be present live with you and these wonderful assembled devotees. Glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Hare Krishna, Sudevi Dasi, and all glories to his divine grace. And from Daitari Hari. Yes, Daitari Hari. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. This will probably be this will probably be the last live reading I'll get to participate in for over a month. Me, Dayadu and Vangsi will be flying to India tomorrow morning. I really want to thank you for putting the word out for us and getting us a place in the Govardhan Ashram. Mm. To have the opportunity to associate with the Sikh Krishna and Vaisheshka Prabhu and to get to go through the entire Ari Lila in that association is something I'll never be able to repay. Mm. I pray I can take full advantage of this experience and become more qualified to both hear these books and give them to others. Well, uh, what can I say except I, I'm experiencing transcendental separation and even a little transcendental envy because I won't be there this year. Um, but I can say one thing, that if you add one item to your, uh, the lessons that you want to learn, or the things you want to do, apply these books. Apply, learn by being with the, the sages in the Holy Dham. And you, when you're in the Holy Dham, and you hear, hear uh, the, the scriptures, and chant the holy name with the devotees and the holy dham, you make so much spiritual advancement and you get a taste that is uh, inconceivable 
and, and different. It's actually different. The, the hearing and chanting in, in the Holy Dham, is it not? It's different. Anyone who's been there and done it knows. Krishna consciousness gets into your blood, under your skin and into your blood and it becomes more real and more, uh, yeah, more real. So we, we wish you well. Please give my affectionate greetings to all the devotees, especially Sri Krishna Maharaj and Vaishnachika Prabhu. Hare Krishna. And we'll miss you. Your, your reflections are uh, an important part of our readings. Hare Krishna. He also has a comment hmm. and a question. It was a useful ability that Brahmanas had in previous ages to be able to burn the king to ashes if he stepped out of line. It's unfortunate that in this age the whole atmosphere seems to empower evil people hmm. in fulfilling their plans. While when we try to do anything good, it seems like we're swimming against a powerful current moving in the opposite direction. Yes. In the current atmosphere, it is it even safe to have kings or autocratic rulers? It seems like such a position is so easy to exploit and it doesn't look like anyone is trained for such a role. Is the vision Prabhupada gives us for the ideal Vedic society something that can ever be replicated again? It will never be exactly replicated again. Prabhupada told us that it won't be exactly replicated. But he wanted us to, at least ourselves, uh, follow the as much as we can the, the, the principles we can't follow all the detailed rules in the Varnashram in this age it's impossible but we should try our best to follow the basic principles do the best we can uh, here, in, here in the UK we have what is called a constitutional monarchy where the monarch is not exactly the ruler but we could see that uh, Queen Elizabeth II, she had, a, she had a reign of 70 years. And during those years, she never faltered in her duty of being the Queen Mother, to be a mother for all the citizens. And as a result, at the end of her life, even though it's a horrible atmosphere in the Kali Yuga, still tens of millions of people came out in their villages, in the, in the streets, you know, in order to offer their respect with tears in their eyes to say farewell to this noble lady, this noble queen. And now King Charles III has had more time to prepare, just like she had more time to rule, or not to rule, but to be the queen, uh, than any other monarch. He had more time to prepare himself. So let us hope that you know, the constitutional monarchy uh, helps uh, keep the situation from going out of control. You know, in America and now between Russia and Ukraine and, and China, things are getting out of control uh, because the leaders don't, they don't have the, the goodwill of the citizens in their heart. But, but Queen Elizabeth had the good citizens of the of the citizens in her in her heart and they all felt it and it helped to keep the citizens together even 
uh, in the face of parliamentary democracy, which is always going back and forth between one party and another, causing one kind of difficulty or another to the people in general. So no, we won't be able to make it ideal, but we can do the best we can by be, uh, becoming Krishna conscious ourselves and being an example uh, to others. And as much as possible to organize our, our own society in the basic principles of Varnashram, the Varnashram system, even without a king. Hare Krishna. Next is from Anandamurti. Yes, Anandamurti. Dear Guru Maharaj and all assembled devotees, please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you so much for reading the Srila uh, Prabhupada's Sriman Bhagavatam. Quote, Eventually the world situation will become so degraded that it will be impossible for pious men to live on the planet. Mm. Therefore, sane, sane people should execute Krishna consciousness very seriously so that they can go back home, back to Godhead, without having to further suffer the miserable conditions predominant in this mm. universe. Mm. Unquote. That's why we should we must be busy for Sankirtan movement. Thank you so much. Very nice realization. Thank you, Anandamurti. Your dedication to distributing the books to the people of Japan and preaching to them Bhagavad Gita is bearing fruit in your character. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much. And this is the example of what I'm talking about. Each one of us as an individual can try our best to be Krishna conscious, follow the principles, chant Hare Krishna sincerely, and read these literatures so that we can be at least aware of what the ideal is. Hare Krishna. Next is from Goranga Gopal. Yes, Goranga Gopal. Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you for reading tonight. Very interesting and instructive part of the Bhagavatam. I find it interesting how it clearly demonstrates how much the Vedic way has been lost over time. Mm. For example, nowadays people leave home not for self-realization like King Unga did, but to create a new home somewhere else and get entangled again in the deep well of material life. Mm. On that point of King Unga leaving for the forest, what responsibility does he have in leaving the kingdom in the hand of his cruel son, Vena? Well, he's... He's doing it to please Krishna. He's doing it to please Krishna. And the result of this... Uh, Eventually, it will be rectified. So his leaving to the forest precipitated uh, the activities of the sages to rectify the situation. So in this way, he gets credit. Hare Krishna. From Subarao. Yes, Subarao. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you for your daily reading. In the previous chapter, King Anga leaves to the forest when things were out of control for, for his family. This was in Satya Yuga. What would be your advice 
in the Kali Yuga, Maharaj. Thank you. What would be my advice in the Kali Yuga? Take shelter of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, chant Hare Krishna as much as possible, and go back to Godhead and not come back to the Kali Yuga again. And try as best we can to follow in the footsteps of Srila Prabhupada. Like I, I've mentioned a couple of times, I'm reading with Abhidas Brahmachari and also with Vajbalaba, uh the Prabhupada Lilamrita, the classic uh, um, masterpiece of uh, biographical uh, material in Srila Prabhupada, especially this first volume, Lifetime and Preparation, to see just what kind of determination it takes to spread Krishna consciousness. So let us assist Srila Prabhupada by trying our best to follow in his footsteps, read his books, follow the principles he gave us, lead a clean spiritual life. And by that, in that way, by our example and by precept, by distributing these books and preaching from these books, uh, try to help as many people as possible to come back to the spiritual world. Hare Krishna. Wherever these things are going on, there's a spiritual atmosphere created and it gives people an alternative. We have to give people an alternative. And the material nature also is working in our favor in the sense that the demoniac people are going to fight with one another and we don't know exactly what's going to happen, but we know from the twelfth canto in general what's going to happen. You know, and Kali Yuga will progress. We may be able to hold it off for a while and even make it better in the next, you know, few thousand years. Um, we've only been probably the movement only been being spread in the West and throughout the world since 1965. That's nothing. Lord Chaitanya's appearance ushered in 10,000 years of increase, or at least 5,000 years of increase in Krishna consciousness and perhaps a slow uh, decrease of it after that time until in 10,000 years it will be nothing left. No religious principles. No one will be able to hear, chant or anything. And then finally Kalki Avatar will come and destroy the miscreants, you know, as the Supreme King. And then Satyuga will start all over again. And things again will be pious. This is the cycle of time in the material world. So we should be undisturbed and go on with our spiritual practices and try to convince as many people as possible to take up Krishna consciousness. Srila Prabhupada never told us that, the, that, the, that everyone could become Krishna conscious. He said it's possible for anyone to become Krishna conscious, but he didn't expect very many people to take pure devotional service, Krishna consciousness. So let us, now that we have this good fortune of understanding to the degree that we do, let us follow strictly and out of compassion Try to help others by reading these books, teaching these books, 
following these books in our own personal lives. Hare Krishna. Subra says, Thank you, Maharaj, for your words of wisdom. Hare Krishna. From Goranga Gopal. Yes, Goranga Gopal. Also amazing to hear the power of great kings who, when following the instructions of Brahmanas, can maintain and uphold the mess that would otherwise be happening, which is happening right now. Oh, yes. Indeed, unfortunately, nowadays leaders must be very brave to accept the task of leading a state. Situation is so difficult that as soon as they get in power, all they can hear are complaints from the people they are meant to rule. Main reason being that they are not listening to saintly advisors and have lost the substance of their duty, leading their dependents to happiness. Yes. Bhagavatam is so practical and really teaches us how to do things and recreate some semblance of system by which we can help all people realize, and realize themselves and truly be happy. Yes. That was Prabhupada's mission, to make everyone happy. Hare Krishna, thank you. Yes, Rati. Jai Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to Srila Prabhupada in the daily readings of his books. Thank you for offering us a daily shelter of the blazing fire of Kali Yuga by sharing your taste for reading and your determination to practice Krishna consciousness. As you always say, it is palpable, the effect of the transcendental sound in our daily lives. Well, thank you very much for that encouraging statement, Rati. And back to you. Keep uh, being the star that you are by leading those wonderful kirtans, huh? getting more people to chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Thank you also for being so stable and grounded in your practice. Your spiritual life is a powerful axe in my life. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much. Makes my life worth living. All right, everyone, thank you so much for another wonderful daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Samaveda Bhaktivinda ki jai, Gaur Premanandi Hariribo. See you tomorrow night, same time, same place, same topic, as we hear the result of Vena's nonsense. See you tomorrow. Hare Krishna. <laughs>